Welcome to the first ever AbFab radio show from the 365daysofsport.com team. Mm-hmm. Myself, Beefy. And I'm Rob Bryce. AbFab. What's Ab? Ab? What's that stand? What's that come well, from? What? It, we live in Melbourne. Yep. And radio stations, sport radio stations in general, it's just too much AFL. Okay. So, AbFab. Anything but footy and ballroom dancing. Okay. But All right. All right. not necessarily... Because there's foot, there's stories in football, there's stories in ballroom dancing, of course, that you know you just got to cover every now and again. Is the idea here you're you're going to talk about sport and I'm going to try to steer it away from sport? Is that the sort of general? Well, thinking? that's Is up that to you, Rob. You know, we've known each other for far too long now mm-hmm. to uh, to not step in each other's footprints, mm-hmm. so to speak. Have you planned this show? Because nothing, we never plan anything. No, I think that's so. the beauty of what we've been doing. Right. Because you, you know, do have to have considerable natural talent to pull that off. I'm not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bugger. We're stuffed, yeah. aren't we? Well, I mean, well, I won't speak for yourself. I mean, I'm, yeah. I've, I've got genius coming out left, right and centre. I'm just on fire here. Well, that's good. Mm. You can carry the show. Mm. So how do you feel about, in retrospect, 365 Days of Sport, the great venture? The greatest journey through sports, so mm-hmm. it's been called. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look, it's, it's something that can never, ever be repeated unless we try and do it again, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it a mockery, really. But uh, Do you get sentimental, sentimental when people say, how, how what, this time last year, what were you doing? Yeah, that's a very... What's the date today? Oh, it's Australia Day. Australia Day. Where were, on, we, Australia. Where, were, where were we last year on Australia Day? Can you uh, remember? I think was... I think we're in Adelaide. Close. We were close to Adelaide. Were we? No. Uh, was it the Port Lincoln thing? No, that was the, the day junior? before. That so where before. were we the day after? We, we must have flown back to Melbourne. And? Oh, was that when I got mothered and we almost missed the flight to Tasmania? Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, yes. I was banging on the door <laughs> at 5 a.m. because you yeah. couldn't wake up. I couldn't wake up, And we were, how close were we to missing that flight to Tasmania? Mm, 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 mm. Well, you know. I'll tell you what, of... if, uh, if, da- if Big Dan the Swede hadn't opened that door, well, you, you, I would have been there by myself. <laughs> Well, that would have just been the beginning of, of us, um, you know, you getting, being the one getting the record and me just turning up for the trip, you know. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I hadn't missed anything else at that point, had I? I think I was, uh, I was, I was, I was turned up to everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. I wasn't probably officially till Kazakhstan I actually missed something. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. That is very true. It wasn't until you, you Kiwis yeah. and your bloody trade agreement with Kazakhstan well, keeping you out of the country. We're just the liberal people, and you know we don't mess with the riffraff. You yeah, know, keep the French out with the old rainbow so, yeah. warrior. So this stuff. time, this time last year, we were in Tasmania. We mm. went to see what what three sports did we see in okay. Henley on Mersey? There was, uh, whip cracking, whip cracking. There yes, there was ferret races. There was ferret racing, and wood chopping, and wood chopping. Good memory, Rob. And see, no, you have well, retained. I remember that day very well for the sheer fact that I felt utterly horrific, <laughs> and I wanted all I wanted to do was sleep all day. I think it was a bit of delayed jet lag, actually. Oh no doubt, and I was. Oh, where did we come God. from? We'd probably come from the states or somewhere. We'd Actually, we came from. from um, well, the start of the fall was mm. we had a night with the Atkins, didn't we? And where we went straight through to was try that, and was that that? Yeah, and then we came back to Australia. Yeah, and then obviously we went non-stop. We what do we do? Uh, bridge in Canberra. Yeah, then we yeah. went to Port Lincoln for the K races. Ah, then we went to no, not Port Lincoln. What was it called Mount Compass for the K races? Yeah. Then we went to Port Lincoln. Yeah, for the tuna tossing and boat building. Then we flew back to Melbourne, straight to Tasmania. Yeah, did a full day in Tassie. Came back to Melbourne the next day. We well, I we had an overnighter though in Melbourne because yeah, I we did. What, we, that's what kicked what, it off is that I was I was having beers in the Qantas lounge. Oh, no doubt. I think. No, there was a day off. The next day was a day off. 
That's what did it. There was a day. There was a gap day oh, in between. I don't think there was. We got back the evening. Yeah. And then because I was I because I went and visited my friends uh, at like midday because I went into town that day to buy some shoes because I've been complaining about my <laughs> shoes having holes in them the whole time and I bought a new shirt and some trousers because yeah. my the, the ball area of the trousers was starting to come through. And is shine. that is, yeah. is that what they call it? The ball area, the groin area, ball area. I mean, I, I, crotch. women don't call it that. It's a crotch. It's a crotch. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I had to um, remedy those particular issues of my life, and and then I start. I met my uni friends for a few drinks, and it just went out of control. I yeah. got I got back about two thirty, I think. Yeah. But the, what was really devastating was waking when we got to Tasmania. I was going to go buy a coffee, and my force car wasn't there. Yes, was that's like, oh, right. Oh, I remember no. now. Yeah, yeah, you lost your The second card. time. Because I lost at the Melbourne Cup as well in November. <laughs> Absolute disaster. Oh, it's a story of woe. It's a story of woe. Now, talking to Benders, this kind of leads nicely into our kind of the first mm. kind of uh, dig into this radio yep. uh, radio form. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to bring up a few uh, kind of sporting benders that uh, some famous sports people that are kind of renowned for having big benders how this came about for me beef was actually through some irritation where um I, I'm, I'm sick and tired of sports people being put up on this pedestal as if they have to be the absolute foremost outstanding role models in society and yeah. the fact is most sports people are not very bright they're that's gonna, why they're sports people they're, exactly yeah they're gonna do something wrong in the very near future always yeah so so, so when they get Blasted on the front of the paper, Brendan Vavola with his plastic dildo, as if as if like oh what's he doing? He's 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 good at kicking a football. He should be an amazing person. Yeah. Wrong, <laughs> far from it. That and so, so I just want to see sports people, but I let their hair down. So I want to check this first. I want to check this young lad. His name is Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel. Johnny, Johnny football, Manziel. as he's called. Yeah, I don't know too much about this man, but he was uh, drafted in at number twenty-two pick. First round, Cleveland First Browns round, Cleveland drafted Browns. him, yeah. And uh, within a year, he was cut from the list. Oh, no, no, no. Year, 18 months? Uh, he did two years, but he was ordered to go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is, a, this is a prime example. Yeah. I mean, let's keep it in perspective. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just like this. You have to, we always, always need a ranking system. Oh, we, yeah, like, yeah. we, we like, like ranking, ranking systems. systems we do, yeah. because like, you have to look at like just a bit of a blowout who's yeah. just occasionally popped up and had a disaster. Yeah. Someone who's a regular alcoholic and smashes it. And then you've got someone who's amongst all substances and has actually ruined their life, like, say, Ben Cousins. John Daly. John Daly, he's up yeah. there too. Ben Cousins, um, yeah, good call. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got the sort of medium average blowouts in the middle and then you've got your one-off hit picks at yeah. the bottom who's just... So, so your homework for this week is to devise a rating system for bender blowouts. Bender blowouts, sport yeah, and sports. sporting. So you start off, I mean, Freddie Flintoff's got to be up there. Yeah, well, he's at the lower, the lower end. Oh, really? Yeah, He's surely. a renowned, renowned... But he hasn't ruined his life No, that's by very true. In, in fact, fact, it's probably put him on the straight end. Yeah, that's right. Like Beefy Botham could be about yeah. the same level as Yeah, him. I like this. I, yeah. So... Your homework is to work out a rating system for... Mm. We'll, we'll find a couple of stories as yeah. we do more and more of these shows, mm. and we will rate them as opposed to how they ruin yeah. their career, lifestyle, bank balance, yeah, uh, things like that. So and you're uh, thinking about you know, Shane Warne's suspension for using... Was it for as a hair product drug or something? Or no, was it, it was a weight drug? loss Weight product loss drug. That his mum gave him. Yeah. Even though a couple of months earlier he had dislocated his shoulder and he was desperate to play in the World Cup. <laughs> no, nothing to do with uh, covering up uh, any other form of mm. uh, drug use. So can, uh, can, if we do talk about Shane Warne in the future, can mm. we proceed his name with 
convicted drug cheat, Shane Warne? <laughs> well, I think that's... Well, it, it's a fact. It is a fact. However, I think he did a few other things in his career. Yeah, but he was a... Com- I actually quite like Shane Warne. If no, I had to choose... Because as, yeah, yeah. as two people who are yeah, visitors yeah. in this country, essentially, yes. yeah. having to listen to the Australian commentators, if I had to pick one I like, yeah. I like Shane Warne. Yeah, convicted drug cheat, Shane yeah. Warne, you mean. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. No, I agree with you totally. Look, in all honesty, I think Shane Warne's a, a great, <laughs> great guy, you know, yeah. for... Considering how he's, you know, we talk about work-life balance, he's mm. uh, balanced it quite quite a bit in his favour. Mm, he certainly has. Yeah. He certainly he's has. enjoyed his celebrity status in terms of being a sports person. Anyway, did I go off track with this Johnny Menzel? I yeah, think he I didn't did tell us the story about well, Johnny there wasn't Menzel. Really, I didn't actually have a specific story. I was just very impressed. He's a prime example of a young man. But one of the things that I found highly amusing is he had an alternate personality to himself called Billy Menzel. Oh, really? Menzel. And he, and he used to chuck a, a blonde wig on. <laughs> Like with a sort of a mop top style, yeah. uh, with a nice side parting, very yeah. floppy blonde hair, and put some spectacles on and a fake mustache. <laughs> Brilliant. He called himself Billy Manziel. <laughs> he could change his name to Billy and just he'd, he'd turn up at like in Vegas and like almost professional looking shots of him yeah. with strippers kissing him on the face and stuff. Nice. And, and I even think he'd turn up to some of his own team's games and watch them as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to write reports about his own performance. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's very funny because yeah. uh, I think the um, one of the uh, famous uh, tennis players used to have an alternate personality when he was out on the lash as well. Um, mm-hmm. John Newcomb, I think, used to become something else. This is news to me. Yeah, I New- think well, Newcomb's like, we, news to me. Yeah, we might have uh, might have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure when you when you talk about alternate personalities, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think that yeah that that rings a bell with my mind in my mind as well. We'll get our producer to look into it. Yeah, okay. so so we've got a special guest as well coming up, local uh, rock star and mm-hmm. sports player, which I think is a it's a great uh, you know a great link for this mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. Josh Albury, who's of uh, lead frontman in the Cherry Dolls. Yep. Who's also yeah a sharp footy player, a man who's uh, concerned with uh, making sure he balances his life out well between yes. the two. I think he doesn't do a very good job of it. From well, he's young. That's what we're talking about, isn't he? He is. It's got to, you know, this is proving a point over yeah. and over. Don't put a young man in a cage. Ooh. Let him out to hunt. I like that. And I like to, I, I want to hear more stories like uh, Robert Allenby. Oh, yeah, the credit card guy. <laughs> the credit that, card guy. That's a guy. great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, who woke up on a park bench in Hawaii yeah. with cuts and bruises and a black guy for, for, for no reason at mm. all, apparently. Mm. And that's not the first time that's happened, mm. allegedly. So we'll have to look more into stories like that. I, I'm I'm going to love researching this. Mm. Well, I fe- look, I, I, I'll, I'll dish out the jobs because I'm I'm actually of three six five day sports. I, I'm the char- I'm in charge, aren't I? I'm 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 the director of the company. Is that correct? You are. Yeah, I'm, pay- I'm you a are. signee. You so are. So when it comes to anything we do, does that mean I can overrule you and say no? You can that? do whatever you like. Yeah, really. Yeah, oh, that's it. You've never good. ever done research before, though, Rob. So uh, how are you going to look into this? Well, that's what I'm going to say, I can just delegate to you because <laughs> I'm the boss. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what do you okay. think? You, you, so you're going to delegate yeah. all the research? Well, so long as your ex-wife doesn't come after me trying to court subpoena me because she wants oh. to see my forklift wages again. Yeah. She. Yeah. No doubt she will. Okay. Well. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. We'll keep that. Keep a lid on that one. Yeah. So that just so this is some of the fun stuff we're gonna we're gonna do on this show. It's gonna. I'm I'm liking the concept. I'm liking the fact we can kind of branch out from right. 365 days of sport into this yep. abfab show and what's well, good go that, from there. you know I, I think you should sit you should should like your own show oh, i love my own show <laughs> you should know this by now love it love my own show so talking about um 365 days of sport what 
what's the one highlight you're going to take to the grave at this stage? What's what's my the favorite, one thing that stood out? My favorite day of 365 days of sport. I think the the only the the day I was sitting back and going, this is going all right. This is actually pretty good. Was when we got, I found we got the text saying we had the Ricardo interview. Yeah, and then afterwards it blur that played. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. I for, yeah. kind of forgot about. It. We went to see Blue. I didn't know though. I was walking off. Yeah, afterwards, and you go, "Do you want to see the show?" I said, "Oh, I don't know who's playing." And then you said, "Blue." I was like, oh, "Brilliant!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I do. And I do remember sitting there actually watching the show, knowing we had the interview in the morning, going, "Oh, well, this is a good day," you know. Yeah. In terms of succeeding, um, was this there's st- days I lo- I love driving around around the south of the US. Yeah, awesome. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy that night in that dive bar in Austin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is probably not so good for you, but I loved going to the museum in North Carolina at Rally. Yeah. I spent four hours in there and Beefy walked through in 15 minutes, <laughs> sat outside <laughs> playing with his phone. That's not true. I had to move the car every couple of hours. That's kind of why you saw me outside. Yeah, this is the classic chalk and cheese arrangement, but uh, we found a way. Yeah. They had a yeah. whale, whale skeleton there, yeah. which I thought was quite amazing. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. I had to say Atlanta. The basketball Atlanta. Oh. Come on. That yeah, was a big, big That's win. something... That Atlanta day, um, that can never be repeated. Mm. That that was one of those things where... What happened? Well, obviously, I, I wrote to the Atlanta Hawks to tell them we were coming mm. and the project and everything else. And I was basically aiming for free tickets. That's mm. that's my goal in life is free tickets. Anyway, so I wrote to the Atlanta Hawks and they came back and said, yeah, we'd love to have you. What an amazing project here's some tickets so I opened up the tickets and it was like VIP box number one I thought mm. really they're giving us a box so so we got a corporate box but not only that we didn't know for sure we suspected we suspected I yeah. did look it up in the end and uh, yeah and then they sent their social media team up to meet us which is a, a guy with a phone mm. that's their social media team who tweeted out that we were there <laughs> and then the marketing girl the VP of marketing came mm. up and she introduced herself and she then she said you know, she was amazed at what we were doing, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna send the what was the the in stadium crew up mm. in the third quarter. So all of a sudden, knock on the door of the third quarter, and in came the the TV crew. And before we knew it, we were posing, and we were on the big screen being mm. announced to the crowd. And then, do you remember the other thing about that particular point in time? We just discovered the West Indies <laughs> champion song, <laughs> the champion, champion. Yeah. That was a big. That was repeat. Yeah, it repeat. was fantastic. Mm. So it was just a, a, a great kind of... Uh, everything came together then. Mm. And I thought... I really thought that was going to be a turning point. Mm. And this project came a little too late. Yeah, a little bit too late. And the other thing, because we were in a, sleeping in the same room, I had my phone on silent. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I yeah, missed yeah. the call yeah. from Atlanta, from a TV uh, radio station in Atlanta. Like I would have given monkeys if, you know, you, you oh, woke me up with the phone. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. But... Yeah. I'm polite. You have to realize this. I'm a bit too polite. Um, so yeah, and yeah, I, that I mean that's the one thing that still rankles me mm. that we I tried my guts out to get us some press in the in the states and it never happened. Also, maybe having the wrong phone number on your business card. Yeah, that doesn't help. That, didn't, that yeah. was maybe a small small yeah a little oversight. bit yeah a little bit. Yeah. But we roll the punches. <laughs> we we have. Yeah. I think the best thing is that we failed, so now we have to do it again. Nice. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. But you're right. It's uh, you know, it's the next stage. You know, you can't. The bank of work that we've built mm. is quite amazing. By the way, when we do it next time, I'm gonna do on the side 365 different bars. 
Oh, yeah. is that all? Yeah, so you, you do. That's only one at night. That's boring. Is this a review? Is this a review show? I was actually thinking of doing like four a night, so then I can do like you can have a couple I can of do eight in a week, and then I can have like three days off in between. Yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. I think my three hundred sixty-five days of gigs is quite good as well. That would be exhausting. It would be because then you couldn't do often two in a day, and no, you, you would have to go out every single night. Really? Yeah, I'm not no. doing that. Oh, you surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> they would all look the same after a while. Yeah, they probably would. Nothing you would see surprise you. Great venues, though. Mm. You yeah. really would. Well, you'd see four in a night, like I've got planned, and then <laughs> yeah, then you get four That's days every off. night. Yeah, yeah. that's so, how it's going to work. Definitely. Mm. Um, so yeah, this is the next stage. This is uh, hopefully, you know, we can develop this uh, this concept and get some pe- more people involved and do a few more interviews and just build our reputation because you know, in New Zealand. You know, they started calling us the new Hamish and Andy. I, I think I'd heard a, a comparison. Oh, yeah. comparison. I thought that was, you know, a bit, a bit unfortunate for Hamish and Andy, really, to be yeah, compared to right. us. You know? yeah. Yeah. They must have started somewhere. <laughs> I feel sorry for Ryan Shelton. He's still floating around. Because he, you know he was the third wheel. Isn't he a writer for them yeah, now? Well, it's exact. When they first started Hamish and Andy, it was Hamish, Andy and Ryan. Right. And... So they got involved with uh, Mix FM, possibly back then in Melbourne. They got asked to do a pilot show. Right, right. Um, but they didn't think the dynamic worked with Hamish, Andy, and, and Ryan. Right. So and, he, well, he started doing his own thing on road well, for a bit, and then yeah. Well, yeah. he got asked. He basically said, "Look, I don't think I'm serious." He wanted to actually continue his uni uh, studies mm. and everything else. So he kind of stepped away. Right. And look what's happened. Uh, I think he still writes. Oh, I think though. he does. He's a comedian, isn't he? That's he does. Pretty I good. mean, he's, they're still that's mates. I'm job. sure. Yeah. It's not all about being on camera. You don't have to be famous. Really? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> Just agree with me. Like that. <laughs> Bang. That's all right. It. Okay, well, well, I'll cut that part from the actual show. Nice. <laughs> so, um, coming up after the break, <laughs> Josh Aubrey. Yes. Josh Aubrey. Okay, we're back at the AbFab Radio Show, 365 Days of Sports. New Ooh. sports show. Looks at the passion and excitement in his voice. Look at that. That's Fantastic. it. Fantastic. And we're very honoured to have uh, local football legend Josh Aubrey and uh, local rock star as well. The front man in the Cherry Dolls. Is that right, Josh? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very pretty, 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 good. pretty, pretty good. We're going well. The Cherry Dolls next show is going to be, I just saw you posted, you got a big support coming up yeah, for... Yeah, uh, uh, Spider Bait. Spider Bait, that's uh, right. Yeah, nice. March. Yeah, at the I'm corner. Confused. It should be good, living out my 10-year-old dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't wait. The name of the Cherry Dolls itself, is that because you just hang out at Cherry all the time? Was no, that? it's not. A lot of people ask us that, mm. but uh, it's actually... We were watching a Kings of Leon video, Big Day Out, in 2007, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the drummer had a cherry on his drum kit. Okay, nice. We were just on a bender. <laughs> And me and my friend were like the Cherry Dolls. Nice. It, we did just stuck. I don't know how I feel about that name, but you mm-hmm. know, a name of, is what. Of you course, make it local to be. band the Resonators as well use the cherries as their logos, but they've changed the cherries into kind of skulls. Looks it, quite cool. Is it supposed Badass. to be kind of? A, is yeah. it a tip of the hat to Motley Crue or something? Or what's the what's the idea behind the cherries? Is, I got no what? idea, fella. 
It's just kind of sexual I think cherries are just kind of rock and roll. You know? Yeah, a little bit. And they're good for gout, remember? Right. Alrighty. And uh, so it's Australia Days and Kilda Bowls Club. We're heading down for a bit of, bit of lawn bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been training for that? No. I've played lawn bowls once in my life. <laughs> and I used to play petanque. When oh, I was nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. My father is French. Mm-hmm. Ah. So... Um, our family is actually well invested in the Australian Petonk League, and mm. I was actually quite a player when I was younger. Tellable. Well, it's, it's to do with landing beside a, a, a jack. Yeah. 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 Kind it's, of. It's, I actually went to they had the Australian National Championships down locally here, just mm. down at Caulfield yeah, Park. My grandmother would have been taken out there, taken out go. the Women's League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I nipped down to have a Shout look, and it, it was surprisingly. Like lots of people, mm-hmm. like lots of people. Yeah, right. yeah. It's always been huge. Even yeah. when I was younger, it was massive. Well, I mean, with the Australian population being as multicultural as it is, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the French influence, you know, and the, I think the Spanish and Italians love a bit of yeah. uh, petonque action as well. Uh, the, the, what's the Italian? Bocce, name? bocce. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the same as bocce. You just reverse the way you throw the ball you have, ah, to, you have okay. to spin it backwards yeah. many many ladies on the scene uh, the batonk scene is there much of oh, yeah, old school cool. ladies yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. lots of cigarettes okay <laughs> lots sweet. of black black teeth right. old oh, ladies yeah. do they bring a plate or something like yeah, that it's yeah it's pretty okay. loose okay. it's pretty bit wild of, <laughs> bit of hip flask action <laughs> yeah <laughs> what does it mean to you being as being australian josh mean <laughs> <laughs> It means patriotic bollocks all, I'd imagine. It just means VB, really. <laughs> That's the thing. They try to make it out that it's some sort of yeah. bringing the cultural diversity together and you know, and all the nominations they have up in Canberra. But the fact is, it's really about lamb chops. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm from Queensland. Mm. I'm I'm Welch and Bogan. Yeah, I embrace the Bogan. You should embrace the Bogan. Definitely. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. They, they always haven't considered the fact they're really isolating vegans in the whole process. Yeah. I think. You know. Well, that's an Australian for a start, isn't it? Being vegan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. You got you're bound to a certain fate. <laughs> yeah. You're bound, bound to be isolated. I don't think there's a thing called a vegan Bogan. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting theory, isn't it? Vegan Bogan. Yeah. A Vogan. A Vogan. That's in Star Trek, isn't it? Something? So you got training tomorrow, Josh, or how's that? Look? How's, how's the thing looking? Uh, we're supposed to be training Saturday mm-hmm. at eight forty-five a.m. A.m. Okay. <laughs> What's going on there? Okay. Coach, <laughs> so about midnight on yeah, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually DJ until five a.m. on You're Friday night. Laugh. See, that is a superpower, I think. If you um, can have two hours, and then sleep and then night. I have laneway after. Oh okay. yeah. So I have pr- I have told the coach, look. Because I missed training this week because mm. we've been in the studio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I said to the coach, look, I'll, uh, I'll try to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try. Don't I might, on I me. might be half pissed, but I'll still get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's all the same. Do you think you go right through or you go some, get some sleep? No, I, I need about an hour, two uh-huh. hours sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's the power nap theory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That used okay. to be my theory when I was playing two-day and three-day cricket. Mm-hmm. You get out because... At the end of every day, you do hit the clubs, mm-hmm. and then yeah, get an hour or two, mm-hmm. bit of water, straight back in. Because you have a don't forget you got to warm up in the morning. Ten thirty starts, 11, 11 o'clock starts. You're yeah. at the ground at nine. No bacon for beefy. No bacon. <laughs> His nickname's beefy. He doesn't eat bacon. Well, that's Ooh. a pig for a start. I'm not, I'm not nicknamed <laughs> piggy. Yeah, Come on, <laughs> you know Welshman. You're not like your lad who stole the golf cart for drunk and went. To yeah, the, well, the story I here? mean, we're talking about benders and everything else, and um, I can the, hit a golf ball. The the old story is Wales were playing rugby. They beat Scotland in Cardiff. Yeah, um, and so the boys celebrated, and a few of them kicked on, 
and one of them, a guy called Andy Pell, is actually from Newport as well. Mm. He got a bit hungry at about five o'clock in the morning, and they were staying at a, a hotel with a golf course. So he decided that he fancied a pasty. So he stole a golf cart. Okay, well, tell me what's a pasty exactly? Pasty is like a a pasty. You know, a pasty, a Cornish pasty, a Cornish pasty. Yeah, it's kind of a wrapped pastry thing yeah. that's got uh, meat, Veggies potato. In it? Yeah, meat, okay. potato. Yeah, I know what you're talking a bit about. Bit of turnip, I think okay. traditionally. Well, that will be that, that's a desirable type of thing yeah. at that point in time, I would imagine. Yeah. So he stole a golf cart, mm-hmm. drove it down the motorway. Oh. To get to the the services to oh, get a pasty in the emergency lane, I hope he sort of. Was well, I, I hope he wasn't on the <laughs> keeping left, um, but yeah, got arrested mm-hmm. for drink driving a golf right. cart. Okay, at six or five o'clock in the morning. Subsequently, so banned. it was actually for the drink driving as opposed just for That's the fact that not it was the actually fact that he stole the golf cart. <laughs> he got done for drink driving. He could so, get away with stealing a golf cart, just not yeah. drink driving. Yeah. Was that, did, he, did he lose his license? Yeah, he did, actually. Six oh. months. He got six months driving ban. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Andy Powell, we salute you. Mm-hmm. Yes, well done. Very impressive on, on behalf of you. I mean, you talk about Welcome superpowers Patrick's. as well. I mean, the legendary, obviously, David Boone's 52 beers Yeah, uh, from Sydney to London. That brings that one up. But the, the superpower was he was able to walk off the plane. I heard specifically that he couldn't walk off the plane and he was carried off. Well, I think the story goes that he actually walked off the plane. That's why it's quite, well, apart from the fact he did 52 bits, Mm. but he actually could leave the plane of his own accord. He still to this day denies the whole thing altogether. Oh, with a with a smirk. With a smirk. (laughs) Yeah, it never happened. (laughs) Merv Hughes set the record straight, I think, on that 52 bits. Yeah. Yeah, For international flight. From yeah. Sydney to London, yeah. Oh, mm. That's that's a good effort. Oh. Our last international flight was to LA, and um, I was seated away from the band. And of course, no, not deliberately. <laughs> I just I always have really bad luck with who I sit next to on planes, buses, trams, anything. Anyway, I get on the I get on the plane, and I'm sit I'm sitting there right next to these this two old couple. Oh, nice. And um. Luckily, I've packed myself a nice few dosages of Valium, mm. Mm. and uh, just happened to have them. Yeah, is that something to offset something else? No, it? I need I, I need them for flying. I freak okay. out when I fly. Okay, but uh, I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'll just have two glasses of red and two Valiums, and I'll mm. be out for the whole twelve hour <laughs> flight. Two hours later, I wake up and I have to go to the toilet, and I have to ask these two old people if I can go past them and mm. it seems like the biggest deal in the world ever mm-hmm. so i'm off it i'm to- everyone is like four seats ahead of me having a ball i can hear them i'm in the back crammed with these two old <laughs> farts just being absolute assholes <laughs> and then throughout the flight i ended up like i can't really remember the flight but i ended up mm. accidentally eating 10 valiums <laughs> 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 and we, we we land into lax and um we're walking off the plane down the terminal and I start like, I'm like, I can barely walk. I yeah. don't know what's going on. I feel tranquilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Up and up our drummer yep. Tommy's like, man, how many how many Valiums did you have? And I'm like, oh, not many. And I look at my uh, my strip of Valiums. I accidentally ate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was... Straight to hospital? No, nah, it, was, it was straight to the studio. You handled it like a man. Actually, no, we didn't go to a studio. We went straight to my friend's frat house and he was having a pool party. And it was like, I felt like I was on American Pie or something. 
insane. Well, that's a great entrance into the country. I think uh, the no suspicious going through customs or anything like that. You can't no, remember. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you, Rob, when you try to get through uh, UK customs <laughs> when they asked you what you did for a job and you said I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it wasn't the right answer apparently. Yes, the best one was when I turned up in Canada. I say, what are you here for? I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports journalist. I'm going to see some sports. Said, okay, what sport are you seeing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a sports journalist Rob is. <laughs> what sport are you here for? Yeah, yeah, no. And then I got grilled after that. God, I, I don't know, you have to try and explain the whole 365 concept of what's yeah. going on and go the long way around. On the whole, just telling the truth is the best option. Yeah, generally. Yep. After getting a... And not just in, uh, you know, in they life. See, they can tell when you're lying. I don't know what it is. Really? Yeah, Are they yeah, trained yeah. in that type of thing? Yeah, for some reason they've got some idea, those customs people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Our topic of conversation today is uh, great sporting benders. Nice. And we feel a rock star come almost uh, professional footballer is, uh, is, is someone who's going to convey that idea pretty accurately. How's work-life balance these days? In regard to that, Josh, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. The, se- the season hasn't started yet. They're trying, so. to f- trying to find the fulcrum. Yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah. I've never under like I do understand, but I've never been very fond of preseason. No, uh. I think it's it's worth it. It's just I don't think we should take it as serious as yeah. it's supposed to be taken. No, that's right. I f- I find preseason is supposed to be about building morale mm-hmm. and uh destroying some pathetic team 10 nil so mm-hmm. when you come to the season you're confident yeah instead most teams <laughs> think that it's about um running for yeah. hours upon hours and making half your team not come back because mm. they can't stand the side of you <laughs> after 10 kilometers you like to swing in and do the impact play is that what you're talking about yeah i just you know i think it's all backwards mm. like I don't want to come pre-season and mm. just run for seven <laughs> yeah. weeks, just running. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean just like, mm. you know, a light jog. I'm talking an hour of sprints of sprints, yeah. and yeah. then a ten, push-ups and then pu- planking until you're going to vomit <laughs> and then a 10K run. Yeah. I really hope my coach yeah. doesn't listen yeah. to this. Yeah. I'm going to put it to you now, though. You show me a man that actually enjoys pre-season and I'll show you a man that's just, you know, in it for the wrong reasons. There's actually a few players... That um really enjoy preseason. What? Yeah, they're, they're they're just wankers. Yeah, but what, I bet they do nothing apart from yeah. from that. You know, I used to love those stories about um like Hawthorne in the eighty Richie Vandenberg. Mm. Um, when they used to run the tan, he used to hide in the bushes because they used to do two or three <laughs> yeah. laps. He used to hide in the bushes, have a quick smoke, yeah. wait for them to catch up again. He used to only do one lap out the three, and nobody because he was the captain, nobody used to say a thing. It's great ingenuity. Yeah. Funny story. Our first training session um, it was about three weeks ago. There was probably about fifty kids there. Yeah, mm. all stars in their eyes. Yeah, um, three quarters of the first team weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me and Milosh, one of the players, we had to um, we had to go for a five k run. And it's on Yarra Bend Road, and um, there's this there's this point after about probably half a k where you have to keep going straight where we were supposed to go, and then there's a right turn where you can go down and go across the street. <laughs> so we were running, and as we're running, I said to Milosh, "Let's turn off." He's mm. like, "Yeah, I'm in." <laughs> so we turned off, ran down, went and had a sit, and right where we were sitting, you could see when the other boys were coming back. Mm. 
the same way back and as soon as they were coming back we just slotted straight into the middle beautifully done it was See, great yeah. that's smart did anyone, did anyone from the squad actually notice or no they didn't oh, I don't know how that's very stealth oh I like it yeah I, 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 it was it was like perfect I was mm. like they've intentionally done this for yeah. us to do this yeah. mm-hmm. there's probably the assistant coach sitting at the car park scene <laughs> who's, <laughs> who's who's actually going to run and who's not but that's um, what preseason is. It's all about it's pain, torture, avoiding pain. Yeah, but I find half of it is also about the like getting like filtering out. I'm trying to think of the word <laughs> toxins. <laughs> filtering out the dreamers. Okay, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all like it's all dreamers. It's mm. all either really young kids who want to play with mm. some rough mm. old dudes. <laughs> Three quarters of the actual team aren't even there yet because they know they're going to slip in two weeks before preseason. <laughs> Before the season starts, sorry, and they're going to go straight to starting, and because yeah. that's how it is. Yeah, it comes and down to just, talent. That's all. Yeah, yeah. that's all you it's need. It's full of dreamers, mm. and you know, I'm only there because if I'm not there, I'll probably end up dying. Yeah, and you know, I'm putting a few kilos on my yep. stomach, and I like taking my shirt off on stage, and <laughs> the reactions changed in the last couple of years. <laughs> It used to be like, damn. Now it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Put it back on, Josh. Yeah. Yes, no, I remember that was about, yeah, basically bang on 30 for me. There was there was no more of that going on. It was, uh, yeah. were, you, were you a serial uh, shirt taker? No, no, but I was, I was, uh, I was in, in fact, I've never done that on stage. Even, really? even at one point, I would have been well advised to. It would have definitely helped yeah. my. Uh, I'm an avid shirt taker offer. Nice. But this front man's different. Yeah. yeah, you jump around like a mental person. You like, need three you know. outfits during the set as well. So mm. there's the one you walk on. It's usually jacket, yeah. accessories, glasses, <laughs> and then there's like a quarter through the set when you start getting sweaty, where you mm. take off your jacket, you take yeah. the accessories off. It's just a shirt. It's a sweet science. And then people start getting bored usually around the last second last song the last song and that's when you whip off the shirt nice <laughs> that's a bit late it it's, i think it's late that's late really it's almost the combining you don't want it you don't want it too early though no, if it's true. too early it's it, you can tell that you've you've intentionally taken uh, your shirt off for the right. ladies yeah, yeah if it's later in the set you just it's the mo you know you're in the you're in the groove and mm. you're sweaty and that's why you're taking it off yeah because mm. um i mean the guitarist from Def Leppard is a serial shirt off early yeah, early. He should be in the Chili Peppers. He's that much of yeah. a shirt offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shouldn't even walk on with a shirt. Iggy Pop star. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, apparently Iggy Pop was, you know, um, he's he's renowned for, you know, you're lucky if he's got pants on. Yeah, yeah. true. He just sort of goes for that type of arrangement. Iggy Pop would feel naked with a shirt on. It'd yeah. be the opposite. He doesn't wear a shirt. Ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So totally uncomfortable with clothes on. Now, one thing uh, uh, that I need to discuss again. Um, which we have already covered, but because we missed it before. <laughs> professional. We are professional. I'm very, it annoys me to hell whenever you, ter- you get to the morning paper and on the front page is some AFL footballer who's just gone out and had a few drinks and gotten a bit pissed and probably done nothing, really. And he's on the front page of the paper. And this is, this is not news. I remember Brendan Favola that one particular time where he was, uh, it was break-up day for the football players yep. and had a plastic dilly though hanging out of his out of his pants and that carried on the news for a week and I think this side of life for young men they're not meant to be in cages they're not meant to be behaving themselves and money has ruined all sports they need to revert back to the amateur days when people could get away with absolute stupidity and bring it back well it's you know it's, it's not news anyway really no. what, young bloke gets pissed 
That, that's, that's it. It's not news, and it's especially not front page news. Mm. But the thing is, I mean, I still find it strange this manic Monday, mad Monday mm-hmm. type atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Is why give them one day to get out on the lash? Yeah, you, know, you should be allowed to do whatever. I mean, within the season, within boundaries, and everything else, within but increments. Yeah, I mean, mm. if it's off season, go for it, lads. Mm. It's not news. We were actually watching last night. Me and my sister um, pulled up the great interview of Andrew Johns. Oh. And uh, Matthew Johns after they won the grand final, <laughs> I think it was. I can't remember what year it was. Yeah. It was like ninety seven or okay. around there, ninety eight. Ninety eight. And there's that year. great interview where Matthew Johns is doing the interview, and Andrew Johns is just running around at the back. <laughs> They've just won the grand final, <laughs> and they absolutely can't even talk. This this is long before all the the uh, the sexual allegations took place. This is before all that. That was much later on. Oh, this it? is when he was a player, yeah, yeah not right. when he was a journalist. No, okay. no, no. This <laughs> is this is when they actually won. <laughs> there's two great stories from Brisbane. Uh, years ago when I first came over here uh, the first is 95 when Queensland finally won a Sheffield Shield match mm-hmm. now uh, Sheffield Shield the whole thing mm. they'd never won it in the history of Sheffield Shield so 70, 80 years whatever and Brisbane used to have its own footy show mm-hmm. so there used to be a Sydney footy show and a, and a Brisbane footy show so the Queensland team were on the footy show so they won the, the Sheffield Shield on the Sunday the footy show was on the Thursday and Jimmy Marr was on still absolutely still cut and he was sitting there his face is just a you know a blank sheet and they asked you Jimmy you know how are you going and he came out with the absolute belter which we wouldn't we shouldn't really say mm-hmm. but if you do look it up it brings the house down well, live on Brisbane you TV can't, that, you, that's, can't, that's, you that's, can't say that no that's what no. he said but and they whoop, cut bang <laughs> <laughs> so but that's four days later he had that's four awful. days on that's the lash epic. So, but it was long. Deserving, you know? Yeah. Mm. Isn't and that what you live for? <laughs> it, well, they Do did. You, that was the first time they ever won the Sheffield Shield. I think that's what you play sports for. It's the celebration. Yeah. It's not the. Mm-hmm. It's not actually picking up the trophy. Yeah. It's mm. celebrating picking oh, up the trophy. That's right, yeah. And the other one is um, East won a Brisbane Rugby Union Premiership, mm-hmm. and they won it on the Saturday afternoon. And on the Tuesday, they did a news cut to East to see how they were celebrating. And Jeremy Paul, who went on to play for the Wallabies and everything else, he was captain of that East team. He was still in the club in his playing gear on the Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been there for three days and just, yeah, loved The life. other great one I heard about was John Hopawate of the oh, Manly uh, Sea Eagles. Yeah, we know Hopawate. The proctologist. Yeah, 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 the we knew him well in uh, man Queensland. And a lot he, of songs uh, written about him. Hopawate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he pulled a leaf out of your book, B. Oh, where, yeah. Uh, he was at the pub, and after the third or fourth day in a row, the gout kicked in. Oh. And he was in severe pain, couldn't do it. They chucked him in a car and took him to the hospital. But uh, lo and behold, a few hours later, he's back in a wheelchair. And he's just sitting there chipping <laughs> away in the wheelchair. Well, you can't do much about gout apart from eat cherries. That's it. That's it. Cherries come back do. again. Cherries. <laughs> Even cortisone. Cortisone doesn't work. Lifesavers. Yeah. All right, Josh. Well, let's. Uh, we'll, we'll let you uh, get involved into your strategy. Day. You got to go down to St Kilda Bowls Club. Take some people down. Yeah, gonna play yeah. some lawn bowls with them. Yeah. Good, good take it out. I don't think. I don't think the punters understand how how serious I take sports. Oh, You know, That's I'm I'm almost. very competitive. It might put, be lawn bowls. Put money on it. Put some money. Get some gambling going. They're probably gonna hate. The cherry dolls after today. <laughs> I went oh. for lawn bowls with the cherry dolls, and the sing was an asshole. 
He just wanted to win. I just wanted a photo. (laughs) Bring a bucket of tomatoes to your next show and just (laughs) heave them. Keep your shirt on, pal. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard about Rob's uh, claim to fame sporting-wise, haven't you? No, I haven't. He came third in the Auckland Regional High Jump. See, he always gets his facts wrong. I was was first. Oh, first. First. And uh, that's a different. Under 12s, 12s. Central Zone Auckland High Jump. That's different. That's huge. Under 12s High Jump. Under 12s. And when I was the meter one meter. When he was 12. One meter 26 was the winning height. And uh, at one meter 20, I leapt over everything and missed the mats and almost got knocked out. Giant. But pulled it together, came back. Nice. Unbelievable. To take it out. Have you still got the trophy or the medal? I just got a pretty crappy certificate. That's all I got. For coming first. First, yeah, certificate. And like the, even the printing wasn't that good. Let's just come off straight off the photocopier. Ugh. Yeah, it's a bit rough. I'm offended. I'm offended <laughs> by that. Yeah. <laughs> Life goes on. That's right. All right, lads. Uh, what's what's taking your fancy in the week of sports? What have we just seen recently that's uh, of interest? I, I've been focusing on cricket. For really? Me. Yeah. Yep. In particular, the major thing that's been changing my sport viewing of late is I've been right into gambling. Oh, okay. Yeah, gambling big part of my life now. Nice. I really think it's uh, it should be encouraged people to get. If, if there's something on that's of no interest to you whatsoever, betting or gambling, yeah. Gam- gambling. Okay, yeah, yeah. Full, just in general, gambling. yeah. Casino if, there, if there's something of no interest to you whatsoever, you put some money on, and it changes everything. I was watching some yeah. Sunday donkeys racing out of Ballarat, <laughs> and I put myself a, a four league place multi on. The first three not only placed, they all won. Nice. I was on fire. Sweet. And then the last one was like second favourite. And I was just going, I was going to win 400 or something. Did you go in. all in? I went, I put 20 bucks on, paying oh, 20 okay. bucks. And, and uh, so I was going 400. And I was like, all right, the last one, he just needs a place. He's second favourite. They're talking about big time. And he came 12th. So I, I was quite angry about that. Yeah. It's mm. a kick in the teeth. Mm. Did you, Love the did, were you actually up or did you just, did nah, you No, this is off the cuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was the first only bit of the day. It was a four. It was oh, over, I thought you said races. the first three won. The first three horses in my leg all won. Oh, so it was a quaddy. It was, it was a no. It was, oh, a, it was place, an, uh, a place bet, multi bet. Right, I got you. Yeah, I got you. All four right. horses to place. <laughs> yeah, three, and I got, I got. They all won. They came first, not only place. Yeah, and then the last one came twelfth. There you go. Well, well, no, not there you go. That that, well, that was rubbish. <laughs> I was very annoyed. Right, that, that was. I got robbed. How does that work? You just because you, you li- deal with it. Roll the you, punches. Yeah. No you, sympathy from Beefy. No, no. You listened. Really. You listened to the to the people. You don't. To the, you go off your own instinct. I went, I went off my instinct. Yeah. I studied the form guide. I was focused, and I did not receive all, um, what I deserved. It's frankly, all about which speed. Was a big it's win. It's I, about, I need that four hundred. It's all about speed maps, Rob. Mm. I keep telling you this. Speed yeah. maps. Anyway, I'm feeling good today because Brendan McCullum last night had three sixes in the Big Bash. Yeah, they lost. And uh, it didn't matter. I didn't beat on in that. A, it doesn't matter if you lost. It's all about where my money comes in. The they, sport, irrelevant. It's all about it. Rob's bank account. Did you see? Nothing else matters. Did you actually see the game? They went to a super over. It went over. a super over. Well, I yeah. actually, I thought there was no way they had a chance of Halloween. Yeah, I was the same. I turned it off. I went to bed and yeah, then yeah. my mate texted me saying he put in $8 on the heat to win in a live bet. And he's, oh. he was des- devastated. Anyway, today I need Steve Smith to hit three sixes for Australia. If, that, if he does that... Three sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he, d- if he does that, then I'll win four hundred. Just oh. for three sixes. Yeah, there's some strange bets going on here. That's weird. Yeah, is that a is that is that a like a super special bet that they come out it's with? It's on the tab. They normally uh, they have it on for a day or two leading yeah. up, and they don't. How many sixes will Steve Smith? Smith no, you got to hit th- uh, just three or more. Whatever happened to the good old who wins and who loses? Yeah, 
It's just going to be... The odds are always rubbish. You've got to multi it. You've got See, to multi it thing. Get the money up. You know, you talk about all this spot fixing and everything else, people bowling no balls, and yet the tab are coming out with how many sixes will Steve Smith hit? <laughs> so if you're the uh, Pakistan bowler, <laughs> Wazad Riaz, yep. think, oh, tell you what, I might... Drop uh, drop a couple of little short ones to yeah. see Smith, Steve Smith early. Yeah, yeah. Get the three sixes and then uh, he's cashed in. Well, you know, if he's a corrupt, horrible person, I'm well, sure he will been, do that. He's already been done. He's Pakistani. For Wasn't that Muhammad Amir that got done? Well, went three to jail. Of them, three of them got done. All didn't three they? of them. Wahab Riaz. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Chris Cairns was getting done for. Oh well, he threw. Um, yeah, he, he wouldn't have thrown a whole game. He I did. can't remember what came, but he got off. Didn't well, he, he got off because there was no actual proof that he did it. But he's going against the word of Brendan McCullum and who else confessed? Lou, v- Lou, Lou Vincent, Vincent was the one, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm My just... friend actually, um, he 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 was just warming up uh, Rafa Nadal mm. in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and um, he, he's I don't I don't know exactly where he's at, but he's doing pretty well. You know, he's doing the circuit and stuff. Mm. And um, five years ago, he done a five dollar bet on um on the tennis mm. and in the fine print you're actually not allowed oh, yeah. to bet on the tennis if yep. you're in the same um if you're playing the yeah tournament no, i can't imagine you would be able to five years later it's got brought up to oh, attention really? and he just got a three-month ban and a five thousand american dollar fine yeah what yeah well you see some lad some australian guy just got banned for match fixing at a tournament in Taralgon. That's probably Callum. But he... But this is... Who's betting on a bloody tournament in Taralgon <laughs> that he can match fix? Oh, I would have and he's been. only... The guy's only 18 or 19. Like, and he he's must just, have found a bookie or something. Well, I think... No, somebody's he, offered him the money to throw the match. No, ah. to throw a set. It wasn't even to throw the match. It was just to throw a set. Could you oh. get the name up for I'll that? Just, it I'll, could be I'll my pal. I'll look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've got the news. Okay. So the guy was called uh, Nick Lindahl. Not him. Uh, he was 27. He's facing a maximum two-year prison sentence, given a 12-month good behavior bond and a $1,000 fine. So, you know, Queensland man's been charged with match-fixing at a tennis tournament in eastern Victoria. Police co- continue to target alleged corruption in sport. The tournament was held in Taralgon in October, and the 18-year-old has been charged with conduct that corrupts a, corrupts a betting outcome. Lindahl was the favourite to win a match at the Toowoomba Futures in 2013, but approached his opponent, Andrew Corbett, offering to throw the fixture in exchange for $500. So, uh, yeah, amazing. So uh, does he still win the bet? Probably. <laughs> does the does the bet pay off the fine? <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, just give him a bit of, bit of time out for training and he can come back and have another crack. Yeah. Who's betting in Taralgon? I've never been to Taralgon. I don't even really know You've where You've been to Bensdale, though, Rob. I've been to Bensdale. Taralgon, uh, it's, it's a place at the end of the V-line. That's all I know about Taralgon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So tell us about Bensdale. What did we see there? Was that, was, the, uh, was that the sheepdog trials? <laughs> it was the sheepdog trials, yes. Oh, what a waste I of love, time that was. I love that story, though, because it shows 365 days of sport and the diversity and, and what we've faced. So the day before, we went to the Melbourne Cup. Mm. So 100,000-plus people. Yeah. The next day, we went to Bansdale for a sheepdog trial. There were 10 people there. Nice. And that was that's it just shows the ever-changing nature of the sports world. There was, yeah. more, there was actually more people at the sheepdog trials 
actually there for the sport then at the possibly <laughs> possibly true possibly true <laughs> everyone's there I for think the losing we were the, the uh, only spectators <laughs> yeah um you know uh, that melbourne cup all i think about is that my horse ran second because of that you uh, know, prince of great, great for feminists feminism and all that stuff but rob's bet didn't come in because of that 100 to 1 and as well. that's really where priority should lie on what should be commended in sport again yep Rob's bank account lower as a result of that. So Again. Screw you, Prince of Penzance. <laughs> and I think he's retired now, that horse. Probably. Yeah, good good riddance. Max Dynamite, that's who it was. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And our favourite horse actually died <laughs> in the race. Well, not in oh, the race, just after. That's awful. That's right. Tragic. Red Cardo. Red Cardo, the British one. Yeah. Stop the races. Ban yeah. them. Ban. Another time that vegans are uh, shunned out into nowhere. Gosh. Are you guys um, watching the tennis? I've been watching bits and pieces. It's, I'm actually really happy it's Federer and Adele. It's like you've gone back in time five years. If they make it, I'm going to lose my mind. They're both already in. No, they're not. Yeah, was that the quarters last night? No, time that the was semis? the quarters. Oh, so, so Federer's got Warrenka still yeah. and Nadal's got who? I don't know. Mm, it's the okay. semis though. Well, Mil- so it's more informed sports did, reporting here. On yeah. Did Milas, because <laughs> the Canadian... Guy, Knocked Rage. out last night. Oh, by he lost Rafa. Did he? Yeah, oh, three sets. Right. Well, Josh, thanks for joining us on the on the kind of the first ever kind of Ab Fab three sixty five mm. days of sports show. I feel honoured, and, and it's surely more insightful about life. I'd hope. I mean, yeah, we've covered I, some in depth issues. Yeah. Oh, it's you know finding Huge. finding the fulcrum. That's our new phrase. We're not just about sport, we're about life. 